Hello, my name's David and this is the Hypothetic RL, a podcast about the what ifs of rugby league history. This is the final bracket of the first round, so this is bracket 16. Uh, so after this, when we come back tomorrow, we'll be doing the the winners of the first brackets will start. Uh, so this one is Balmain 1915 against North Queensland 2015. So we're 100 years apart from each other. Let's see who's going to win the centurial battle, I suppose you'd call it. Um, all right, Balmain 1915. So the fullback is either John or Lyle Wall, whichever way you want to call him. I th- his actual name was John, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think his, his nickname was Lyle. Um, he was a fullback and centre, representing New South Wales in both rugby league and in cricket. Uh, joined Balmain in 1912. He played for Annandale in 1913, but came back to Balmain for 1914 to 19. Um, and then, uh, yeah, basically he was a prolific goal kicker. Um, yeah, that's that's all we can really say about him. Uh, the two wingers, I've got James Brassel and Jack Robinson. Um, James also joined from Anadol, uh in 1915, and he played for Metropolis in 1914, so good old Superman's team. Um, <laughs> uh, Jack Robinson's nickname was Junker, so that's always a good one. Um, he played in the club's first six premiership winning seasons. Uh, he played five tests for Australia. Um, yeah. I, I first six okay anyway he played five tests for Australia I don't know that reads a bit strange how I've typed that out but anyway he um pretty good player playing for Australia uh, the two centers are William Kenny William Kelly and Charles Fraser um, we've talked about William Kelly before uh, often known as Bill Kelly uh, he was a dual international uh, in his native New Zealand uh, he toured Australia in 1912 and 13 before joining Balmain in 1914. Uh, he then played centre for Australia. Um, he kept and coached the Tigers during this season, 1915. Um, and then injuries suffered whilst fighting in Belgium during World War One curtailed his playing career. Um, he was the player of the match. The player of the match trophy in the Super League test, the Anzac test, was originally named after him, the Bill Kelly, or I think it was the William Kelly trophy, um, or medal, or whatever it is. Um, I don't know because I didn't watch Super League. So I don't really care, but uh, basically, you know, the fact that he played for New Zealand and for Australia is the reason why they chose his name. He obviously uh, went on to coach in a in a winning team as well. We we talked about that. He was the coach of the Balmain nineteen thirty nine team, I believe it was. Um, yeah, and then Charles Fraser, whose nickname is Chook, because if your name is Fraser, you'd be called Chook Fraser. Um, he was graded at age seventeen for Balmain played fullback and centre, so him and Lyle Wall probably swapped positions a few times. Um, his 185 first grade game stood as Balmain's club record for more than four decades. Uh, he was a to- top point scorer in 1916 and 17. Uh, he selected in the West Tigers team of the century and the Balmain Tigers team of the century in, in position of centre. So that's why I put him in centre there. Um, and yeah, basically a, a, a club legend for Balmain and I suppose you'd go to the West Tigers with their, their shared um, histories. But yeah, um, so that's Charles Fraser. The 5'8 was Albert Johnston. Uh, in 1911, he made his first grade debut with the Balmain at halfback. Uh, but then when Arthur Halloway came back from playing for, for uh, Easts, he moved to 5'8. And the two of them became a very strong house partnership. 
and basically Balmain won premierships from 1915 to 1917. Uh, he played eight tests for Australia and he captained Australia at one point. So that's Albert Johnson. Uh, Arthur Pony Halloway. Gotta love Pony, it's a great nickname. Uh, he was playing rugby union with Easts. I think we've already pretty much gone through him, but basically he defected uh, in 1908. Uh, he joined Easts in 1912 and won back to back. And then he came back to Balmain and won with Balmain in 1915. Um, he played 10 tests for Australia and he captained Australia as well. So <clears throat> one of the really well-known players uh, of that era, Arthur Pony Halloway. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, so the props, uh, Jack Blinko and Bill Schultz. So um, I don't have a lot on Jack Blinko. I only know that he played between 1914 and 1915 with, with Balmain. Um, there's not really much else that I could say about him. Uh, Bill Schultz was a, a local junior. Uh, he played Aussie Rules um, before he basically, um, apparently played Aussie Rules with uh, Chuck Fraser as well. Um, and then they won six premiership titles with the club during his career from 1915, 1917, 1919, 20, and 1924. Um, Schultz's family were of German origin, but he earned the nickname Chang at school because he carried a picture of a postcard of General Chang, a Manchurian warlord and a hero of the Russo-Japanese War. So he was obviously a weirdo. Um, so <laughs> obviously don't know much about the Manchurian warlord, uh, in the Russo-Japanese War of 1902 to 1904. Um, but yeah, apparently Schultz was really into it. So, I mean, I suppose for me it sort of seems strange because, you know, I'm sitting here in 2021. But for a kid, you know, I mean, he's played, he played in his career, would have started in 1915. So, you know, if he was only fairly young, um, I suppose he was probably like a, maybe a teenager or just a little bit before teenagers. So, you know, he obviously thought this guy was really cool and he had a picture of him. Anyway, um, he also played nine tests for Australia. So, yeah, anyway, we'll move on from that. I feel really bad about saying he was a weirdo. I'm sure he was a normal kind of kid, but I just find it a little bit strange that someone of German origin living in Australia would really love a Manchurian warlord in a Russo-Japanese war. It just seems really strange. Anyway, um, if everyone's got more information about that, I'd really love to know because that's sort of strange. Um... All right, so the hooker is Horace Borkwell. Um, don't have much on Horace, unfortunately. Played from 1910 to 1916. Um, the two back rowers, we've got George Cummins and D. Cranston. I don't even have a first name for Mr. Cranston. Um, and he also played basically from 13 to 16. I don't know much else, else about him. Um, George Cummins played four games for New South Wales firsts. Um, and then the, the hooker, sorry, the hooker. I keep saying hooker because I've got LK written here, sorry. The lock is Robert Craig. Um, he uh, is regarded one of the most gifted sportsmen Australia's ever produced. He apparently was a champion swimmer and coach. Uh, he represented New South Wales in soccer. He played rugby union from 1908 to 1909 for the Wallabies. Uh, he won the gold medal at the Olympics and then he turned pro. So he's one of these gold medal guys, except he didn't go to Newtown. He went to, Newtown, uh, he went to Balmain instead. Um, and yeah, basically he was a, a second role with a fine kicking game. Uh, he represented New South Wales in consecutive years before appearing in all three tests and the Ashes winning, uh, Australasian kangaroo tour of 1911 and 1912. Uh, and the captain coach, as I said before, was Worm Kelly. So that is Balmain 1915. 
we'll move across to North Queensland 2015, so we're 100 years on, and this is the team for North Queensland in that season. Uh, you've got Lachlan Coote at fullback, um, obviously Penrith Jr. came up to North Queensland to, well, I don't know if he came up to win a title, but basically came up uh, to North Queensland and did win a title, so that's good for him. Um, on the wings, you've got Antonio Winterstein and Matthew Wright. Um, Winterstein was was a very good player. It's interesting for this team because quite a few of these guys sort of hung around for a few seasons, and we kind of remember them for not having the best seasons beyond this. But 2015, Winterstein was a really, really good winger. Um, Matthew Wright, also similar, you know, very good winger. Um, I don't have Kyle Felt on the wing here. I know everyone's going to say, oh, Kyle Felt's the winger um, because he does score the try in the grand final. But when you actually look at this season, Matthew Wright plays more games on the wing than Kyle Felt does. So that's why I've got him in there instead. Um, so you could argue Kyle Felt should be there, but it doesn't really matter. Either way, you want, if you want to put him in there in your own minds, that's fine. Um, in the centres, we've got Justin O'Neill and Kane Lynette. Um, O'Neill, at this time, Queensland rep, uh, really great player. Uh, just, you know, very very similar mould to Will Chambers in a way, uh, except le less grubbiness, um, a little bit more, maybe a little bit more of just worrying about his own game. Um, Kane Lynette's a funny one because he was a he was at the Roosters, played really well as, as a like as a younger player, made his way up to North Queensland, um, did a really good job for them, and then made his way overseas into the Super League and, you know, was... I think he's, I'm not sure he's still playing, but I think up to recently he was still playing. So, um, you know, really long career over there. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, he was really good in this season for, for the um, Cowboys. Um, okay, so the 5'8's Michael Morgan and the halfback Jonathan Thurston. So, I mean, Morgan was kind of in the shadow of Thurston at this point but, and did get out of his shadow sort of around 2017, but then sort of career fell off a cliff at the end. But... Morgan was just very reliable. You could put him in anywhere. If you want to put him at fullback, he'd play there for a season. You put him wherever you want. He played, I think he played in the centres in origin. He played hooker, you know. Basically, he could do anything that you wanted him to do. But um, very talented and, you know, I think there was potential for him to be better than what he was. Um, but, yeah, just injuries got him and I think just didn't kind of kick on where he needed to. Um, obviously, Jonathan Thurston... A lot of people said when he retired, just make him an immortal now. Um, I think some of that that sort of heat has cooled down a little bit, but um, you know, still very very good player. And you know, he did I mean, technically won a grand final you know, with Canterbury in two thousand and four, and then won one you know eleven years later here with the Cowboys. Um, he really was the the thing that was getting them. Like he really was the Cowboys. Um, you know, everyone remembers the, the kick from the sideline and, and it unfortunately missing, but then in, in kicking that field goal an extra time to win it. Um, you know, just very, very talented. And obviously for Queensland as well and for Australia, um, yeah, just really, really good player. Um, so the props are Matt Scott and Jack, James Tamo. So James Tamo turns up again. Um, like I said, when we're talking about him in Penrith, you know, he was, he was playing for the Cowboys and doing a really great job for them. Uh, Matt Scott... Um, I don't know, this came out the other day for me, but obviously it would be about a month and a half ago, but there was a trophy, uh, trophy a, a statue of Matt Scott put out the other day, um, which is one of the most horrific looking statues I've ever seen. Um, he's, he looks like, 
he looks like he's melted. Um, it's really, really bad. And apologies to whoever did carve it. I'm sure they tried to do their best, but it just doesn't look like a human face. Um, but apart from that, Matt Scott, he was um, one of the... Yeah, he was just one of the, the real hard men. Um, I don't know how else you describe Matt Scott, but, you know, if... I mean, this is the 2015 town. I'm pretty sure you all know who he is. Um, and then, of course, the hooker is uh, Jake Granville. And nowadays, Jake Granville is, you know, playing in the centres if you want him to play there or playing wherever you want to put him. And, yeah, he's kind of coming to it towards the end of his career and it's not it's not kind of, you know, going out in glory or anything like that. But in this season, Jake Granville just around the ruck, darting, it's causing so much havoc. He's a really, really good player. Um, in the back row, you've got Gavin Cooper and Ethan Lowe. Um, very similar moulds. Both of them, you know, enjoyed running, you know, hard lines on the edges. Like we talked about Menzies, like in that other bracket episode. Um, these guys are kind of what happened, you know, more recently with that. Um, Gavin Cooper and Jonathan Thurston was pretty much like uh, Cliff Lyons and Steve Menzies. Um, maybe not exactly as successful, but still very similar kind of thing. Um, and Ethan Lowe really good as well. And then at lock, you've got Jason Tamalolo, who signed a 10-year contract for a million dollars a year, and I don't think the Cowboys have, have been dudded. Um, he's amazing, number 13, and just, you know, really great, um, really hard to tackle. Um, you know, obviously we all know that he went on to, to decide to play for Tonga, um, had been a New Zealand rep, and, yeah, just really, really good player. I don't know much what else you can say about Jason Tamalolo. Um, the coach, Paul Green. Uh, I mean, a lot of people know Paul Green for his days where he played for Cronulla. You know, he did play for the Cowboys for a couple of years. He played for the Roosters. He played, like, 20 seconds for Parramatta. Um, he played for Brisbane, you know, and then went on to obviously coach the, the Cowboys. And, um, you know, he's not he's no longer the coach there and... Now, some people think that he maybe lucked out a little bit, but, you know, that's the way things go. Anyway, so um, that's the two ones that we got. So we're going to have a look and have a vote between Balmain 19... Sorry, Balmain 1915 and the North Queensland Cowboys 2015. So in this, in this 16th bracket, we'll see who wins the Centuria, or whatever it's called. Thanks, guys.